Blog Talk Radio. Class is in. It's time for Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp. Sit back, relax, learn, and listen. Pick up the phone and get involved in the conversation. 858-357-9137. Listen and learn who you are. Learn the true history of how society was physically built. Learn the history of who you really are. Learn the history of your people. It's Breaking Chains and History Talk with Dr. Lavert Kemp every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time, right here on YAT Radio, leaving a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence through history. Being brought to you by United Theological Seminary and Bible College at Rouge, Louisiana. Good evening. Good evening, good evening, and God bless each and every one. It's truly a blessing to be here and to um, talk with you today, this evening. Uh, Before we go into our lesson, as African Americans, we are going through some uh, tedious times uh, since uh, President Trump has left office, white supremacy has raised his ugly head again, and uh, they're coming from all out of the, uh, the woodwork. There has been uh, talks and other things about uh, the Voting Rights Act should have been diluted, the gerrymandering, and even right here where I live, they're trying to keep from adding black districts on. Also, just right here, too, uh, where I live, the population in, 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 in the parish and most individuals that's listening call it the county or county. But nevertheless, that it, it, it's, uh, it's predominantly black, and but the way it's represented by the city council or uh, the uh, Metro Council is seven whites and five blacks. But needless to say, if there are more than more, if the population is, is, is more blacks than whites, then it should be seven, five the other way. And that's how uh, our voting power is diluted by Landon. And it's also about different rules that they make about voting, what you need, and and putting uh, make it harder to us to get to the polls and vote. Uh, recently, uh, before he died, John Lewis tried to do some reforming to uh, the Voting Rights Act. He was truly a man who really fought for the rights of his people, and he died just as uh, he passed, but... He wasn't assassinated. He didn't die like Dr. King, nor did he die like Ralph Abernathy. He didn't die like Malcolm X, brothers that were really, really out front, who uh, by the things that they said was disliked by those. And what's ironic about this situation is whenever you tell the truth, whenever you're nonviolent and tell the truth, that's when you're hated so much just for telling the truth. I was very also despondent with the fact that uh, we had a president that told over 40,000 lies within a four-year period of time. But 
you still have about 74 million people who who uh, side with him, no matter what lie he says, no matter how ignorant he is, saying about spraying with Lysol and bleach and drinking different things that you could drink and get rid of COVID. He was so ignorant or naive to different things that were happening. He he was a very, very, he's a very, very unlearned man. His father paid money, evidently paid money for, for degrees. And those who think that this guy was studious have something else to think about, about a stupid businessman. This guy was a failure in just about every business that he started. He went belly up. He bankrupt. They have him charged with rape. And many other things. I don't understand how he's overlooked and so many other people. I'm not going to call R. Kelly, but Bill Crosby and some others uh, had to do time for what they what they what they did. Nevertheless, uh, this bigot. And so it's time that that time that we 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 need to come together and get together even more stronger because they're doing everything to dilute the black voting power. Uh, even the things that's being said are so racist that you wouldn't believe that the GOP and just other whites, whether it's in Hollywood or comedy or whatever, would speak and use the terminology that they're using today. And then what, what upsets me, they're so comfortable with saying what they're saying, and we are trying to be so kind but they don't care. They want to let you know that, you know, you're nothing to them. They've been taught a lie all of their life, that they are superior. And in reality, they may be inferior by by DNA and scientific facts, uh, dealing with genetics. They have lied and talk about CRT, critical race theory. Now, if I was to call it and name it correctly, name what I would have to name, I would call it critical race truth, truth, because all the stuff that, all the things, uh, topics that want to be shared about slavery and before slavery and about blacks, are the tr- it's the truth. That want to be shared about Native Americans and, and people of color is truth. But the powers that be says no. They don't want that talk. They want to continue to teach a lie. They want to continue uh, to teach that white, the white male discovered everything and is the smartest person on earth, and that's so far from the truth. Even uh, all their scholars and all the learning they got did, uh, that the Europeans did obtain, they obtained it from the Greeks. And the Greeks would tell you, Herodias, he would tell you that he went to and got his learning from Egypt. Aristotle would tell you the same thing if you read his book, his learning, his mouth, his size, his, his astronomy, and everything that they got came from Egypt. And even the Moors people brought it over, uh, different things over to uh, 
to the to around Spain, Spain and Portugal in that area. So there are so many things that left out because they don't want their kids to feel inferior, but they do not care if the African American kids, the uh, 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 Spanish or Mexican kids or whoever other kids are, are left out and have low self-esteem because there's nothing uh, uh, in the in the books that they learn from first through twelfth grade in the books about them no more than they were slaves. Uh, one of the things that I love to share is to go back because we have such a rich history. And I like to go before slavery because we have more than a 400-year history. We have more of a, we have a history that takes us back thousands and thousands of years where we were able to make 48-story buildings and whites were, and Europeans might have been just coming out of the caves. Neanderthal, troglodytes. Um, so, with that said, we need to learn to pick up our books and learn of yourself and get rid of that self-hate, get rid of the, what society, this Eurocentric society have, have made. The standards for beauty is a Caucasian female. The best-looking man in the world, they would put him as a Caucasian male, knowing that that's not so. If that was so, uh, Caucasian women wouldn't try to get full lips. They wouldn't get burned under a suntan boot if they thought that they were beautiful. They wouldn't uh, have injections in their buttocks. So it's so much in the slang that's used, in the dances. Everything comes from the African-American. So, you know, it's been being stole. Things have been stole for so many years. So it's time that we, we, if we don't get it taught in school, it's time that we pick up books and teach our own kids who they are, where they're from, and that they are proud people. They're not a beat-down people. They're uh, a race of survivors, not just the Holocaust. And I think the Holocaust was just the Holocaust was deplorable reprehensible, but the 300-plus years of slavery was much more horrible. Don't get me wrong. That was horrible that the so-called Jews went through, how 6 million died at Auschwitz and other different places, gas, killed, starved can you imagine being kidnapped? Some jumped to their death. Some died of disease on ships. Some was killed while they were trying to catch them to bring them to America. So many died at sea. So many died by upright from uprising. What uh, America don't like to talk about all the uprising that the slaves did fight back. So many died from uprising. So many of them died from diseases because in Africa they didn't have certain diseases that the Caucasians brought, just as they brought different diseases from 
Pastor Kemp, Pastor Kemp, are you there?
this is this is just like uh biggest and when we even our own people sell us out. We even have people uh of uh of of uh, African descent descendants of Africa that that will go and bang Donald Trump, a person that let you know that he don't like blacks. He he really don't like it and he's not ashamed to say it. So many things that I want to say about African-Americans and those of us who are living in America through this world, uh, that we have our faults, but that doesn't give others right to kill us because we have our faults. That doesn't mean that we we criminals because the police police in urban areas, the, the black community, so therefore more blacks are going to be arrested than white people. They don't really police the white area. More marijuana, more drugs and meth and everything else is in the white community. But the police don't patrol it, so they're not going to pick them up. So you never know what's going on in their community. The police. And then I want to say this. I find it strange that in our local government, our state government, and our federal government, those who are senators and congressmen, presidents, state representatives, and all alike, city council persons, the mayors, everyone say they're trying to find out how to curtail crime. I I found out wherever there's crime, where poverty is, is crime. And it does not matter whether you're black, white. If you're poor, you're more likely to end up in prison. You're more likely to commit a crime. And I think it's just so heartbreaking that people could sit in the White House, people could sit at the Capitol and make laws and still say $7.25 is a life that, that is, 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 is a, is a uh, salary that you can live off of. And it doesn't take a rocket scientist to know that you can't pay rent with 7 something seven twenty five an hour. You couldn't pay rent. You couldn't buy an automobile to get you to and fro work. You couldn't put food on your table. You couldn't take care of kids. But this is where they would like to leave it and keep people in poverty. And sooner or later, people look at the things that others have and they want it, and they go and commit a crime only because they want what others have. And some may say, well, they, they don't want to work. They don't have the jobs out there. They have jobs out there, but when you when blacks go to jobs, you more more uh, white is more likely to get the job than a black person, and that's true. It's time that we start stop hiding lies. Yes, there are few there are some blacks that get in and get into business and get into things. I was a product of affirmative action, uh, but there are so many. It's just not about me. The greatest thing is not about me, but it's about we. And until we think about we, 
until we start looking at what we are going to do as a people, collectively, we can never move forward. And, and there are so many people that have been instrumental in getting us to the point where, where we are today, and we don't celebrate them. We, we're going backwards. We're doing drive-by shooting and killing one another on streets. But that's because we are lost. We, our language has been taken away from us. Our culture, not knowing our ancestral history, we're taking the names of, of Euro, European people. When have you ever heard a, 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 a African name with an African name, Billy Joe, Michael Johnson, different things like that? No, they're not named that. They have different names, and we laugh at their name because it's it's in a language that we do not speak, and it's very, very silly that we would do things like that. As, as I look at things and as I look around, I think about from the poetry side, which is my uh, my PhD is in theology. And when I look at it from that standpoint of view, what the Bible says, I find that so many uh, evangelical preachers, especially dealing with Pentecostals, and uh, apostolic and those from different other groups like that who have some of the worst doctrinal concepts than anyone else who these, especially the white ones, the the Caucasian ones, uh, are racist. And all you have to do is listen at what they have to say they can follow Donald Trump, they send money to him, they do all these things. But we don't pay attention, and those are the churches we try to go to. They lie to you and tell you that they can hear you and they can't hear you. They lie to you and tell you all these things. They get rich off of you, and then they spread it to our people, and our people begin to be pimped by their people of their own color and for their own, you know, and, and really, they suffer with self-aggrandizement. They are grandiose. They are people who who are with that self, that lust for power. And, and I, I thought Brother Farrakhan brought it up more more powerful than anything about with that self-aggrandizement, that lust for power. And it goes not just for whites, but it goes for blacks, too. I, I'm uh, going to gonna start off with... Uh, Telling you some things. First, I'm going to go to the Bible, but then I'm going several years. I'm going thousands of years back. When you study the Bible, and I want us to those who are listening, even if they're Caucasian listening, I want you to understand this. This is nothing to downrate any race or people, but this is to stop the spread of lies that have been told for centuries. There, that that that's why when you look. And as you know, uh, they don't have many Caucasians in that area of the world today, around in the Holy Land. It's mainly Arabs. Then that were that then before them they were Africans, and I'm going to get to that. They were African. 
that were there. That's who inhabited the land. There were no such thing as a Suez Canal. But 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 nevertheless, when you when you when you look at it, uh, you read your Bible: Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Adam and Eve, all the prophets, the judges, the patriarchs, all these people. Jesus, everybody is Caucasian. Caucasians did not live in that that part of the world during that time. Thousands of years ago, they did not live in that that area. So no, and and also. The area in which uh, Abraham came from, well, the Chaldees of Mesopotamia was a Sumerian civilization. And when I looked up things, then they gave a, a description of, of uh, Sumerian, the Sumerian people. They said that they were chocolate with stoop noses. That word, that term stoop, means thick. Uh, you could say broad. And you know, anyone know the color of chocolate? It's very dark, very dark brown, rich dark brown. brown. But but these are the things that, that, that the lies that have been perpetrated because a picture is worth a thousand words. We have a picture of Jesus uh, because whites are not going to. Now, we will bow down. As African men, we will bow down the picture that you have. Some of us even will, will fight you tooth and nail if you tell them that Jesus was not white. Because uh, Mr. Charlie told me that he was he, he was white. Everybody that do anything good is white. You know they got a term they call black ball. If you black black is the sign of evil. A black cat, sign of evil. Black ball, you kicked out. Everything black is bad. The good guys ride the white horse. If you ever notice when they portray a killer or something on the cowboy, they always had black on. Because they say it's evil. But the Bible really doesn't say it. And we have to be careful, too, with those who interpreted the Bible. So now, and I want I want us to pay close attention when you go back uh into your Bible, and it talks about, uh, I think it's around that second chapter where it talks about the Garden of Eden. And it's got two terms I want you to look at, and i explain that to you. It's the Guyon River, and we I'm just going to go scripted to, to the talk speak, uh, pertaining to some Bible things for those who are Christian. And I want you to understand, and I don't care uh, what, what nationality you're uh, I, I, I don't believe in Darwin theory of evolution. I don't man, believe that man evolved from an ape. I, I don't believe that because uh, for thousands of years they've had, before the time of Jesus, over 2,000, let's go back 2,000, but they had, had, had zoos in, in Egypt and other places. And even up to this very day, monkeys are not turning to humans. Can you imagine going to the zoo? Like we have a zoo here in Baton Rouge, and we also have Ottoman Zoo right up the highway in New Orleans. And monkeys are not turning to humans, didn't they? You know, they said that 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 these that that we came from there. 
but know that, that, that that's not true. God created us. The Bible says that he created us from the dust of the earth. And I, I believe that because, and I can tell you why I believe it. I believe it because the Bible talks about from dust thou art and dust thou shall return. If you let a body decompose, it will go back. That flesh will go back to dirt. And that's what the Bible talk about. Now, 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 nevertheless, it would be in purpose of me to tell you that God is looking at us. God is looking at us right now. And it's time that we begin to tell the truth. It's time that we shine a light on all the lies that have been festering. If you look at where they say the Garden of Eden was located, it was located in Africa, in the same area where you find all the oldest fossils. The Bible says that when God was here, the Garden of Eden was one river. It was one head, one river, but it ran in the full river heads. And they say the first is the Gion. And the Gion River is that which one that uncovers the lands of Havilah, which is Cush, where there's Beldonia. Well, first of all, when you when you look at it, when you come from that standpoint about it, Cush is Ethiopia. That's where the Beldonium is, and that's how it constitutes the Nile River. It's important that I say it has the Nile River. You have the Blue Nile, and you also have the White Nile. And there's also a river that runs, that sprout off the Nile, was called a Batu. But nevertheless, they said the Nile River, the Gion, which is the Nile. But then they say it's another part that the river ran off and it's encompassed the land of Dejabuti, Somaliland, which is Somalia. And Somalia is Africa. Those 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 areas are close together, and that comes off the Nile River. Oh, you can look these things up for yourself. What it is is, for years you wonder why that Caucasians never wanted you to read, and the reason they didn't want you to read was because they knew once you read, you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. I've always said over the air that the slave was set free. But they were never made free. You're made free when you when you when you, when you learn to read and you get education. You can't you can't enslave me, and because enslavement is when you have control over a person's brain and their livelihood, what they think of themselves. No one has a have, have have any control of me because you don't make me think less of myself. And I, I'm gonna pick a book up. If you would pick a book up, you would be astonished, astonished at who you are, especially being of the African race, uh, African, uh, being an African who was born and reared in America with uh, a Eurocentric name and culture. I, I, I stand at, at all. When I think about it, then they said, then they said, then they said that was another river that ran off, and it was the Hidika River. But now listen at me closely, because I'm I'm very analytical and inquisitive. 
When I say I'm inquisitive, I want to know. I'm inquiring. I want to find out that. And then I analyze it and see what does it mean. That means I'm analytical. I want to find out what something means. I listen at the Bible and I look for that river and I found the river, which was the Hedekia. I mean, the Hedekia, they say it's the Tigris. But now the Tigris run the run parallel with the Euphrates, and the Euphrates carries the same name that it have, have today. Now, this ain't parallel, but now the Euphrates run north and south. But they say that this river, Hedekar, ran east and west. But now, I just told you that that the Hedekar, not the Hedekar, but they called it Hedekar was back then. They called it the Tigris River. It runs parallel, so it runs in the same direction with the Euphrates. Now, these are things that I picked up. But I also know that Deja Budi, which is Somaliland, is Somalia. And I also know that the land Havilah is the grandson of Ham. And they're talking about Kush, too. So all they're, they're talking about Ethiopia, the term Ethiopia means burnt face. And when you say the land of Kim, they call the Egyptian Kimites. That, that word means black. Kim means black. They have tried to throw it, uh, the, 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 these anthropologists and others, uh, archaeologists, uh, they have tried to throw the spin on it. They were talking about the land, black dirt. No, they're talking about the people who inhabited were black. Those that we see, and I know so many of us are seeing something that occurred maybe about, uh, see, the people over there now in, uh, in, in, in Egypt are nothing but nomadic Arabs. They are not the original Egyptians. If you want to go to and find out, go down south in Egypt, around the Sudan, around the Nubia, around Kenya down that way towards Uganda and place and you will run into the original Egyptians. Beautiful people. And I just like to tell you that all Africans are not dark real dark skinned. Now don't get me wrong, the Egyptians were very dark skinned people also uh you look at the Ethiopians, but now they were inbreeded. They did get inbred with some Arabs and then even with Alexander the Great, he conquered many things. And that's why today's Bible is written in the Greek. But the original, not Jews, but the original Hebrew, the one that God's covenant was made with, were Negroes. Whenever you get an opportunity, I would, it behooves me to tell you that to read... Uh, uh, go and Google this. The definition of ham in the Bible. It will tell you these words. Ham is the ham is the youngest of the son of Noah, who was about ninety six years old when the flood came, and he was the progenitor of the dark D A R K mean black brown dark race. The Ethiopians, the Egyptians, the Libyans, and the Canaanites. 
But then it go on and say, but not of the Negroes. So what that tells you is the Negroes were a dark race of people, and the only other people that it, they could be talking about were the Semitic people because they are, I've already told you 5,000 years ago, they were during almost during the time of Abraham, they were Ethiopian civilization. They were black. Uh, not, uh, the archaeologists know this. All of this is written in books. You can find Herodias, uh, Aristotle, all of them. These are, are, are Greek people that know the history and, and, and write about these things. They'll tell you that the true Israelites were black. Oh, they 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 say it. Uh, uh, they say it. Uh, they are uh, they make statement. They did. They, they they were of the Negroid or the African uh, of the African origin. They were of the African. They won't just say they were they were the of of the African origin. No, they were African. They were they were black. But so that's been that that's some of the lies that have been told to us. Over the years, but if you ever pick that Bible up and you read it, you will find that out. And before I take us too far back to the beginning of time, I want to say this. I'm going to give you some names to look up. You have to understand there are some Ethiopian Jews, what they call a fallacia, a beta Israel. They're black. They know that they are real Israelites, also what they call Jew, but the term Jew should be Judah, J-U-D-A-H, not J-E-W, because they had nothing to do with any other part of the Bible. That's just a group of people who took on the, on, on, on the religious belief of uh, Judaism. Uh, 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 start practicing the law, which they never live live by. Now, when when you deal when you're dealing with 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 that, you will find out that they had nothing to do with it. Even to this very day, you have your Eskenaz Jews. That's what they call them. That's the other day. They're from around Russia, Lithuania, Caucasia. They're not from the Holy Land. That that. Even if you look up, uh, my brother and I was talking, and it's, it's called uh, the mystery of the origin of the Eskenite. Then, if I dare tell you, when you look it up, I mean, you could Google it, and they'll tell you that they, they don't have it. Did not really have anything to do with the, the children of Israel or the Hebrews. But that's who the America put in there. Um, some. Uh, there nineteen with there was nineteen forty eight and they they put some white people there and now you have the Khazar, they from around the Caspian Sea a little north of uh that's the other ethnic group of so called what they call Jews, J E W, uh is come from uh the Khazar. The Khazars from north of of uh Turkey around the Caspian Sea. Then the other one is, is Sumerun, not Sumerun, excuse me, Serfum, Serfum. 
and they're from Spain. They're from Spain. Now listen at me, <laughs> of Portuguese. And they say that they are. So those are the people that they have there. But those who are listening, and if you have a pencil or ink pen with you, you Google this, and you'll be a you'll be astonished with astonished what you would hear. When you do what I ask you to do, look up Gamal Abdel Nasser. Gamal Abdel Nasser speech in 1952. Again, Gamal Abdel Nasser speech in 1952. It was nationwide on television. It was on radio. It made the news. It was the news. And I want you to understand what he was, what he, what they done. Now, he wanted to let them know why there was so much fighting in between the people that they put there that call themselves Jews and the Arabs. Well, the Egyptian leaders say we, the Arab League, refused to accept those Hebrew-speaking Gentiles, meaning they were not. Uh, descendants of David, they wasn't. They, they didn't have any the bloodline in them to be. Then he go on to say, "How can a man leave black and come back white? We refuse to accept him." And that's what happened. They 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 moved white people there, and in reality, the people that really belong there are dark skinned African of the African origin. So that that's something that we need to look into. Now we're going to go back as usual. Oh, I really like to continue to do this because we have new people come in, tuning in and, and things like that and talk about it. And there's some other stuff that I, I want, want you to pay attention to. And um, I'm a person like this. I, I like to write things down so I could go back and look over it. Now, I want us to understand when you're looking for the oldest fossils and you're going through different things and you're looking at Homo habilis and, and Cobalforce, you know, Cobalflora. Now, when you go back and you have to study, now you have Australopithecus, which is the oldest fossil that they found as of today, and they call the name Lucy. That's Australopithecus. And uh, the firmness and the fossil, the skeletal that was found, it was found in 1974. And you have to understand that Lucy was a little bit of a three feet tall. But who found the fossil was found by Don Johansson and Tom Guy. Now, I want you to understand, they were looking for rocks, but they stumbled up on a find, which was Lucy. Now, I want you to understand this, too. This find of a human being dates back to 3.2 million years. Another 3,200,000 years ago, this female named Lucy, or the hermitage, uh, was known as Lucy. And the reason the name Lucy was given to him because Tom Gray, I mean, excuse me, Don Johansson and Tom Guy, directed uh, in 1974 when they found the 
father this fossil their name the fossil they named her Lucy because the Beatles had a record out and the record that title was Lucy. Now to even go further, you've never seen people go over to other places. Right now, there's nowhere the cradle of civilization lies. It's not uh not around the Euphrates River. But in Africa, it is no secret. Anthropologists go to Africa to find the oldest fossil. They even have books and teachings about out of Africa that man started uh, leaving Africa about 70,000 years ago. But uh, you may say, well, what can I do? When did we come about? Well, I'm going to reiterate this to you. Now, there's another individual, he and his wife, Louis Leakey, and his wife, Mary Douglas Leakey. They were uh, British paleontologists. And... uh, they found what they call a proconsul skull, which would have date back to about 2.8, 2.2 million years. And they wanted to say proconsul skull was uh, a distinct ape, which was the crossover when they were turning to humans. But now they also found, uh, discovered a robust, uh, what you call Zenzanthropus. Skull in Old Deep Gorge. That's in Tanzania and Africa. And it talks about being called uh, East Africa for you to find these different uh, things or uh, terms that's being used. The fossils of this ancestor to that transformed from an ape to a human. And don't get me wrong, I, I don't believe in that. I believe humans are humans and, and gorillas are gorillas. Now, and that's when they found those, those different uh, individuals when they were digging in, in, in those areas. Now, I want us to, to just continue to, to look at what where you find in these things. But I want, I want us also, I want us also to think about genetics. And we want to know, well, if, Pastor, if Dr. Kemp, you said that blacks came from Africa, you said people didn't live in other places on the globe, and I'm saying you're right about that. You're right about that. Uh, Even the anthropologists and others said that man didn't leave out of Africa but about 70,000 years ago. And when they left out of Africa, they first went to uh, to around like India and China. They didn't go up into Europe until 40,000 years ago. But Mendel began to take DNA of different individuals and blood and tested, excuse my yawning, now, Gregor Mendel is called the father of genetics. 
And uh, you have to understand the father of genetics inherited, evolves the passing of discrete. Now, this is what it, uh, genetics do. By the passing of discrete units uh, of inheritance, a gene from one parent to another, to an offspring. Mendel found that path of, if you find, first he went with, biology and different botany and he was doing it with peas and other things and he noticed that the dark color peas were of a more of a dominant and the lighter white were of a of a uh, was not of a dominant but recessive gene and he went out and he was saying that dark skin is of, of a dominant gene because they came from the original man. Brown eyes is a dominant. They say blue eyes come from a recessive gene. That that white pink skin came from a recessive gene. But now Mendel had different laws. He had the law of independent assortment. That's how a man moved around and independently started their own little groups. And then it is the law of dominance. And that's who, who the way the majority of certain people live in a certain area, they dominate. Then that's the law of segregation. The law of segregation means that if I live in one area, I'm moving away from everybody. After years, that the people are going to look specifically like just like those, the only one that's there. Now, it's time that, that we look, really, really look into things. And remember what I just told you now, that dark skin is dominant. The word dominant means superior. Look up the definition. You can tell about the dominant gene and the recessive, and you, you, you then your recessive means a lower form. Now, I want you to understand this. I want you to listen close to me. I'm going somewhere with this. Dominant. And recessive genes are passed. Now, listen at this. Some of us might say, how did we get a white race? How did the white, I told you, that Africans are different color, but not white. But if you ever look up and see where Europe and Great Britain and all these countries are, they're almost up to going toward the North Pole. They're up almost above Canada. They stay cold, so they went off in a in a in a cold place. But that still didn't end there with them going in a cold place. When you're dealing with genetics, you could take two of the darkest people, which and I, I have a friend of mine. He, he's a he's a doctor too. Uh, he really, really souls into my spirit. He really souls iron sharp as iron. He did some extensive traveling in that area. And he was saying the people are beautiful, but they're so black they look blue. Those were the original people. That's where we came from. That's where we came from. They carried dominant genes. Now, you could take two of the blackest people in the world and have an albino baby. See, you could get the 
You could get the recessive from the dominant, but you can't get the dominant from the recessive. You could take two dominant people and make a recessive baby, and that's meaning that that child is an albino with white skin. But now they won't tell you this, but you can't take two whites and make a dominant person, but you can take two dominants, and all they have to do is go through a mutation or variant has to happen, and that child comes out, and then uh, what you call them, it's like a lower form when you when you come into that. Now, when when you study and you have to understand, if a white catfish is, is called albino cat, a white tiger albino, all these things are, 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 are white. They call them albinos, but not white people. And you really need to think about that now, not them, because that comes from a recessive gene. You have to let them know the truth, that, 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 that you're really coming out and you're really doing it, but you're doing it the wrong way. You're not telling people the truth. They're not superior to anybody. I think nobody is is is, is uh, supposed to be superior to anybody else. Does not work that way. Uh, like like recently coming up, I'm gonna go here right quick about the football coaches. Twenty seven or thirty two teams in the NFL. Seventy to seventy five percent of the players black, and it had one white one one. Uh, all the coaches are white, but one. One out of 27, so 26 are white. And just about the uh, 70-some percent of the players are black. More, Way more players are black than anything else you got. But notice what I said. It doesn't work. It don't matter because they're going to control. Okay. Now, as I was looking and I was doing some studying, and this might kind of confound you to what's going on. If 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 you may, uh, I need to uh, uh, do something with you. Couldn't let me put you on hold for just one second, and I'll start right up. You're listening to History Talk on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio.
getting back to it, I was talking about uh, the albinos, and I want to tell you about how white people, how, 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 how about being white? Being white means that you're just a mutation of a black person. And, and, and most of us don't. I know if you have Caucasians, you can look this up. That That's listening to it. You know, the, see, I told you that modern hu- humans are left out of uh, Africa 70 years, 70,000 years ago. And they established themselves in smaller population and branched out and got footholds. First they went and they went to the east and they went right what you call Asia now, Asia Minor, and India and China. And it wasn't until about 40,000 years ago they went into what you call Europe today. But they went through a mutation, and a mutation, and and we've been hearing about mutations dealing with COVID and COVID-19. And what you have different variants, like like you have the Delta variant, you also have Omicron, which is a Greek alphabet. And, and you have to understand when they say that these viruses and that then people go through mutations too. A mutation is a change of a structure of a gene resulting in a variant form that may be transmitted to subsequent generations caused by an alteration of a single base unit of DNA or deletion or insertion or rearrangement of a larger section of a gene. So then they say the, a mutation is altered the only way in which new variants enter the species. So the only way people could go from being black or African to white, they would have to be go through a variation, through a mutation. And listen at what it says. It says a mutation is caused by a subsequent uh, generation caused by the altera- alteration of a single base unit of DNA or depletion. Uh, you have a depletion in melanin. You don't have the rich sunlight anymore around the equator and, and the, right around desert areas that we really originated from, Tanzania. And now you hear about now they say a mutation is the ultimately way that you have a variant. The same thing, but it comes out a little different. Now the, the term variant is a form or version of something that differs in some respect from the other form of the same thing or from a standard. The standard is black. Now, whites came from black because you can take two. I told you that you could have two of the darkest people in the sedan and come out with an albino baby, but you can't take two whites from Europe and make a black baby. See, the dominant, you could get the, 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 the you could get the uh, recessive from the dominant, but you cannot get the dominant from the recessive. That will not work. You cannot cause that. And you wonder why blacks are so dominant in everything we do? You want to know why we're so dominant in everything we do? Every time we go and do something, we dominate it. And that's because of what it is. Now, I want us I want us to look at something too. When you're dealing with that, you I would like to tell you about something that occurred in uh Doctor uh, Edward Robinson. And you can find this uh, on YouTube in Hidden DNA Discovery, only found in blacks or African people. 
And uh, it was copyrighted in 1996, and it's by the American Association for the Advancement of Science. Now, this is the, those who did it were uh, 15 white scientists. Now, listen to what I'm saying. 15 white scientists did it, and they were going to put it in a book, but they didn't put it in a book because their study didn't come out to benefit them as much. So they what they, they did, they, 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 they just got everything, and they put it together, and they copyrighted it. And the name of it is The Global Pattern of Global Disequilibrium. Now, it, it, it's, it's, it's imperative that we understand when they're dealing with DNA. And what it did, it, it you DNA go in the series and, and they go in the sequences. Now, the series tell who you are, where you're from, and, you know, what about you. But now the series tell about your intelligent level. Now, remember that this is... Uh, and the possibility the series tell about a human or whatever, the possibility of being a genius. Now, these are 15 white scientists that had this copyright. So they noted that in DNA, you could tell the intelligence of a person or animal by that series in that DNA. So they decided what they would do was check the uh, DNA of the closest thing to humans, which would be the ape family. So they went to the orangutan, and, and I want you to think about this and remember this. The higher the series, the more intelligent that person or that animal is. Orangutan had three series, so they went and tested the gorilla. Gorilla was more intelligent. He had four series. So they, they realized and they said that the theory of evolution say we came from chimpanzees. And yes, the chimpanzee was smarter than the orangutan or the gorilla. He had five series. So then they said, well, we're going to go in Europe and we're going to go in China and all around the world and we're going to check people and see what this series is. And it covered the world and they came up that those that the whites and others that they went to, China and all these other places, and they had six series. But they left out a race of people. They left out Africans, and so they went to West Africa, where most little people that's in the United States and Brazil and South America and those islands and the Caribbean and the Caribbean are. And they went to, uh, to, to West Africa. And I want you to know something. When they went to West Africa... They came up and they found out and they tested them and they had nine series, three more than any white, any other race. They were more apt to be genius than anyone else. You could find this in global pattern of disequilibrium. And that's why when you try to find out about the wiring that they do for about the 5G and they're going all these computers with fiber optic wiring and stuff, Black females uh, invented fiber optic wiring. The GPS system, the global positioning system, that you could go from any place and the satellite tell you how to get to, they give you a direction anywhere in the world. 
a black female. The cell phone that even little kids have today, a black male, when they was going to the moon and they called it hidden figures, they wanted to know the trajectory, how much fuel it would take to get them to the moon and back, and the trajectory to get back into the atmosphere. Black female, the typewriter, the gas mask, the safety glasses, the elevator, the clothes dryer, the air conditioning unit, the almanac, the blood plasma bag, the lawnmower, the lube cup, the generator, refrigerator, the spark plug, the stethoscope, thermostat, I said the traffic light, the electric bulb, and many, many others. Washington, just about everything that was built in the in the state capital of the United States, Washington, the building, the White House. The capital all around in there was built by slaves. You go in football, blacks took over football when you're in basketball, baseball, tennis. Whatever blacks go into it, they dominate. Why? Because of their series, that they are the original people. And guess what? That's why they don't want these different things taught in schools today. That's why that about that critical race theory, they don't want their children to find out. They already know it. They know it. And, and then from the theological standpoint, as African-Americans don't ever let somebody say you curse to be black because there's nowhere in your Bible that a person will curse to be black. It's no way. Read the Bible. There's no way in there say you were crazy. But now I can show you in 2 Kings 5 and 27 about the curse of Naaman that a person was cursed to be white. 2 Kings 5 27, Naaman, leprosy, talking about Jehoshaphat. Uh, Naaman had leprosy. But his servant girl told him about Elijah. And that Elijah could cure him, and he needed to go see him. But when he went to see Elijah, Elijah told him to dip in the Jordan River seven times, and he'll be here. But uh, what the thing was, Naaman wanted to give Elijah clothes and, and pay him for the healing, but Elijah would not. Elijah would not take it. So, so what he did was was you have to understand Naaman was Elisha's, Elisha's uh, servant. He listened at him. Him being greedy, he wanted the clothes. He wanted all the things that he had promised his master. So he waited until Naaman was leaving. And he followed the, 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 the Bible said that he followed behind. And when he caught up with Naaman, Jehoshaphat asked him that his and lied and say that Elisha wanted those clothes and everything. But God said hi, and he looked low, and he went, and he got those clothes, and God cussed him. And so the Bible said the curse of Naaman would be upon Jehoshaphat. And they say uh, he went out from before the people. People, he said, by the leprosy, by, by the curse of it, would cling to him. And they say he went out from the presence of, of Elijah, he went out and put in the present, his skin was leper white. And they said that 
all of his descendants forever would be leper white. Not to have the leprosy, but they say that he would be leper white. That's the only other place other than when Moses, being a black man, Moses put his hand under his shirt. And he pulled it out, and his hand was white. And he put it back in, and God changed the color. Now, if you think that I'm incorrect that Moses was black, during the time you look up 1,400 years before Christ, who was Pharaoh in Egypt? You're going to find out that the Pharaoh in Egypt was a Nubian. He was black as tar. He was black. Moses passed for Pharaoh's grandson. Pharaoh had put a, a decree out to kill all of the firstborn of the Hebrews. But the Hebrews and and Africa were the same color, so that you couldn't tell who to kill. So his daughter raised Moses as a son, and they show you that he was that he was black. Egyptian were black, right? I just proved that to you, but you check and see what color was the Pharaoh, 1,400 years, see, before the advent of Christ. You will find out that it was, was, was Nubian, and you will find out that when Moses went to Ethiopia where he met his wife Zipporah, she told her father rule that she found the Egyptian. Joseph was sold into slavery, but Joseph... When Joseph's brother came to buy food from him, they called their own brother an Egyptian because everybody was black. It's in your Bible, but but a picture's worth a thousand words. When they show it on television, the people are a different color. I'm going to, I'm going to open it up for I have much more we're going to go over at a later date. But I'm going to open up if if anybody want to share something or anybody would like to uh, uh, ask a question. I'm here for Q&A. God bless you, Dr. Kemp. God bless you. Anyone that's on the line that would like to uh, ask a question, uh, make a comment, share anything with Dr. Kemp, the line is open. God bless you. Thanks for turning us on tonight. Welcome to Breaking Chains in History Talk. Dr. LeVert Kemp, you're on the line with Dr. LeVert Kemp. Welcome to the show. God bless you. You're on the air. Anyone would like to comment or speak? Right. Well, Pastor, we are uh, they're there, but uh, we we like to thank them for turning us on tonight. God bless. Uh-huh. <laughs> Is there one? Is there someone that would like to share something, or someone that would uh, want to ask a question? I'm a firm believer. The only dumb question is one not asked. The Bible says we have not because we ask not, and that's something that we could all do uh, is study. And so, if you know something about you, you know we have people in Africa. Once my my. The largest listening audience was coming from Africa and California. So we have a lot of people that are listening, and you could help educate some people that's afar and near. So, and really, they could help educate us. They list come through computer with us. So uh, if you have a question, go ahead and ask them. We're here, 
And this is what uh, Pastor William put the program together for, that we could educate our people. So is there one person that'd like to ask a question? Amen. Amen. God bless you. It seems as though we don't have anyone that would like to ask a question tonight. So, uh, okay. Excuse me, brother. Okay, go ahead. What, uh, I I can't, uh, this is my first time listening in, and I appreciate uh, Reverend Kemp um, uh, sharing his knowledge with us. It's important, I think, sometimes, uh, not just for questions or statements, but I just want to thank you, uh, dear brother, for, you know, the hard work that you have done throughout your entire lifetime, and the only thing I wanted to do was thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you, and I appreciate different things, and I'm not going to go really into deep, but I appreciate with different knowledge that you've given me. And um, you've been truly a, a blessing and a friend to me, and I just want to let you know that that I I, I I feel it, it warms my heart to, to 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 have someone that could teach me. I do a lot of studying, and I've always told people iron sharpens iron. And I, so much of that I could learn so many places I have not been. And my mind is always open for knowledge. And I will always keep a teachable spirit. I never would look at myself if I Paul said not that I've I've apprehended, but I pressed toward the mark of the high calling. Paul said I have made it there yet, and I haven't made it there for this knowledge. But I could get knowledge from everywhere, and I want to share that knowledge with others, that rich knowledge, because being a people of African descent, we. We've lost so much knowledge of ourselves, and we've never been. We're in a country where it's never taught to us, so we always think less of ourselves because we don't know of anything about ourselves. So, if I could learn about our culture, uh, things in the past that we accomplished, and things how great, how great a warriors we were, both male and female, all these things. Uh, are just great, and I'm going to talk about some of those because African-American, uh, this is uh, black history, and I want to talk about some of the great females that we had in our culture from uh, from Africa because it, it's not shared. But now there are some people right here, and I'm not going to go too much more into it, that got some things that people are celebrating right here, but I don't think that they're quite aware of it. I was made aware of some of these things myself, again, because, like I say, I associate with some powerful people, and they give me a plenty of insight, and I just thank God for putting them in my life that I can I can glean from that mighty feel, you know, of their brain. So I just want to say thank you. <laughs> and I'm glad that you were able to tune in tonight. Amen. 
Okay. Anyone else? <clears throat> well, doing questions already? <clears throat> okay. Well, if if there are no that if there are not any other questions to be asked, we're gonna do a prayer. And uh, huh? someone wanted to want to ask a question or say uh, give some information. Hello. Hello. Yes. Can you hear me? Yes, I can. Good afternoon, Dr. Kemp. How are you doing? I'm doing blessed. How are you? I'm blessed, brother, to be able to have a sound mind and stimulus of good health. Thank God for that. Thank God for y'all having the program. Uh, it's a blessing to see that uh, there are more individuals who are calling in and speaking uh, on the program because it's, it's, it's very important at this stage in uh, time, especially for us, uh, the black folks here in America, as they say, personally, I try to instill in them that we are American slave descendants. We, Our ancestors went through something here in this country that basically it's a different history and a different type of slavery than was recorded ever anywhere else like that. But unfortunately, like you said, we have very little knowledge of ourselves. And uh, because of that, uh, I was looking at this thing, and they were talking about uh, a thing called subliminal messaging. And that that was uh, a thing that they were using to, uh, the advertisers used to get you to go and purchase things, to use your finances to go and purchase the stuff that they were selling. But we have been subliminally brainwashed, like you were saying. We just don't have any knowledge of ourselves, and we weren't taught to feel good and believe in ourselves as a people created by God. We don't, you know, that's just something we didn't get that. Uh, if you were white, the, the, the hero always wore the white horse and the cowboys, and the, and the villain always wore black, you know, and rode the black horse. You know, that we were subliminally taught that, like you said, we weren't anything, you know, and whether they want to admit to it or not, you know, it, it is what it is. It's undeniable. You can't make a, the truth a lie. But uh, we, uh, for one, I'm very grateful that, that, that uh, the two of you have gotten together and brought the program out because we, we're in trouble now. The, the, young, the young folks is really in trouble now because they just don't don't seem as though they have any care about themselves and, and, and or anyone else at this particular time. Life has no value. But uh, I want to thank you all, and that's all I really want to say. Thank you so much. Uh, uh, thanks, thank, thank you for sharing, Brother George. Uh, we thank you for calling in and sharing. There's someone else that wanted to have something wanted to say? Question? Someone wanted to share? If not, I want to just say... Uh, I love everybody, black, white, rich, or poor, and there's nothing that you could do about it. I'm going to ask tonight, I'm going to ask tonight that Pastor William, 
my great brother, Pastor William, would would pray us out tonight and thank because I'm just I'm, I'm happy. I'm happy tonight. Uh, I'm, I'm happy. God bless you. I'm happy. I have a friend of mine that tuned in tonight, and he's a great man. But God bless him. So, um, Pastor William, would you would you pray? Take take do me that favor and pray us out and pray for me because I do have some of my family that I lost, and so I want you to pray for me tonight. Yes, sir, Pastor. Yes, sir. Let us humble ourselves as we go before the throne of God in prayer. Most gracious and merciful, Father, we come in the name of your Son, Jesus the Christ, Lord God. Father God, as we're led of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, we bow down and give you thanks, Lord God. Father God, we thank you for breathing your breath into our bodies, Lord God, giving us life, Lord God. Father God, we ask for forgiveness of all of our sins, Lord God. Father God, we just thank you for all the blessings and deeds that you've given to us, Father God. Father God, right now, Father God, we put Pastor Kemp before you, Lord God. Father God, bless Please, him, Lord, Lord. Please. Give him comfort and deliverance, God. Give him healing, Lord God. Bless his spirit and his soul, Lord God. Father God, cool his spirit, Lord God. Bless his family Please, right Lord. now, Father God. Father God, give them deliverance, Lord God, from their pain right now, Father God. Father God, some of them are suffering right now, Father God, but you know that they, they need you, Lord God. So let them open yes. up and receive you in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father God, bless your children right now, Lord God. Some of us right now, Lord God, need you in a different way, Lord God. Let your spirit fall upon us right now in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Bless everyone that is on the line tonight, Lord God. Bless their families, bless their Please. homes tonight, Lord Please, God. Lord, bless your spirit bless fall them, upon Lord. them right now, Lord God. Bless the new listeners all over the world tonight, Lord God. Bless your children, Lord God. Father God, bless all of your children, Lord God, the saved and the unsaved, Lord God. We all need you in the name of Jesus, Lord God. Father God, we ask that you bless this ministry, Lord God. Bless this podcast, Lord God, and everyone affiliated with it, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God. Continue to move on us right now, Lord God. We need you, Lord God, in a way that we never want to admit, but we suffer right now in a way because of that, Lord God. But tonight we surrender all to you in the name of Jesus. You say we're two or more gathered in your name, you are there in the midst. And we open up and receive you in the name of Jesus, we pray. All of God's children say amen, amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you. God bless each and every one out that's here tonight. Uh, Pastor William, let, let us let everyone know about. Are we coming on tomorrow night with the females? Uh, Pastor, I think that we will be back on uh, next Wednesday with our P thirty one ladies. Okay, thank you. It'll be next Wednesday, yes, sir. Next Wednesday. Okay. Next Wednesday. So uh, we'll be on Thursday evening, 7 p.m. Central Standard Time with the Men of Valor. So all of our brothers, I invite all of your other brothers and come and join us this Thursday night, 7 p.m. if you're available, and come and break chains with us. Amen? All right, Pastor. Amen. Hello? Good night. Good night. God bless everyone. Have a wonderful night. Good night. Good night.
We thank you for taking a listen this evening. You've been listening to History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp right here on Breaking Chains on YAT Radio. Heard every Tuesday right here at 7 p.m. Central Standard Time. YAT Radio logs on to leave a mark that can't be erased by breaking the chains of silence, teaching you about who you are and whose you are. It's History Talk with Dr. LaVert Kemp every Tuesday on YAT Radio where we are breaking chains. Sponsored by the United Theological Seminary and Bible College in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Good night. Thanks for turning us on this evening. Just know we are here to assist you in recovering your light from back from the darkness. Speak the truth with Young Adults Talk Live, a ministry for the people of God. So let's join together and recover what's ours. God bless you from the Young Adults Talk family.